Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Brandon Scoop B. Robinson, senior writer at Heavy.com and the host of the Scoop B radio podcast. You know, I got to check out my guy, Austin D, because he's making it happen on Austin D radio. Thanks for the intro, Scoop. You guys are tuned in to another episode of Austin D Radio with your boy, Austin D. And on this episode, we'll be discussing the latest addition of Daryl Morey to the 76ers. And will it be enough to win over the city of brotherly love? With the Brooklyn Nets adding Mike D'Antoni to the coaching staff besides Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire, is next season championship a bust for Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant? And just a few weeks after crowning the NBA champions, is the 2020-21 NBA season already coming faster than we think? But before we get started, I want to thank all my listeners listeners out there because Austin D Radio is nothing without you guys. To kick it off, this next guest might be the most nauseating of them all just because he was for both the Patriots and the Celtics. Anyways, you guys can find him on Instagram at underscore Mel underscore B13. My dog Mel joins me in the studio. What's up, man? Not much, man. I'm glad to be here. Glad I could be here. On the yes, podcast, sir. You know. Yes, sir. First time guest. I like that. Also joining me, he is the host of the Pain Setter Podcast, which highlights all things across the world of sports and is available on all streaming platforms. You guys can also follow him on social media at AC underscore pain. That's with a Y. The one and only AC Pain joins me in the studio. What's up, man? Yo, yo man, what's going on? I'm glad to be here first time on your uh, podcast, man. Hey, what's just know, I'm, hey, I, I love that, bro. Just know I'm, I'm going to remain undefeated, too. Just remember that, all right? You're not going undefeated, man. This man. Anyways, anyways, this next guest is probably the same height as your high school mascot, but not only can he go toe-to-toe with me right here on the podcast, he can also make sure that you are not walking around with dirty kicks. That's right, people. He has his own shoe cleaning service called Saucy Souls. Anyways, you guys can find him on his main Instagram page at Gerald2Saucy. My man Gerald Williams joins me again. What's up, dog? What do you do, man? Hey, bro. First time guest on here. Yes, sir. Definitely see how Austin get down, man, so... Hey, I'm sorry for the insult, Gerald, but I did plug in with your shoe business, though, bro. Yes, he did. Y'all tap in, bro. Oh, God. Yes, yes, sir. And coming in, last but not least, this guy does not tolerate any, and I don't, and I mean none, of that James Harden slander. You guys can find him on Instagram at Fresh Sammy Sosa. My man Sam joins me on the podcast for the first time. What's up, dog? Yeah, say the best for last. Yeah, let's get cooking, y'all, boys. Let's go. I'm glad to be here. I'm ready to talk. Let's rock. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness, man! But anyway, we finna go ahead and that hop right into it. <laughs> anyway, no, we finna go ahead and hop right into it, man. So earlier within the NBA week, it seems though Daryl Morey signed a deal to become to be head over the basketball operations for the Philadelphia 76ers, Of course, with them, you know, having a bright future. Some would say bright future ahead of them with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. We we're going to see how this plays out. But Sam, I'm gonna go ahead and kick it off with you, brother, since you are a James Harden fanatic. Do you see Daryl Morey, Daryl Morey fitting in to the 76ers system and possibly getting the best out of Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons? I believe that, that I believe that that man can do a lot for that organization. He has even even though the lack of, you know, finals appearances from the Rockets, that man has supplied us with some pretty good players coming through. I know he hooked us up getting CP3 and Russell Westbrook. So, um I do believe that he should have took a year off, maybe the you know, find his groove again because this season was it was it was tough, man. It was tough, <laughs> but I believe it will be a good improvement to help out balance the seventy sixers lineup. For for me, the way I look at it, I, I'm this this is not a good fit for me, bro. Like I said, and I said Gerald knows. I said the same thing about Doc Rivers. Just it's just something about the way the seventy sixers seventy sixers construct their team. It just seems off. It seems like the pieces don't fit. 
And, ju- and much like Doc Rivers, Daryl Morey does not fit. Like you said, Sam, the lack of finals appearances, the way that he, the way with that small ball, y'all really thought y'all was going to win a chip with that. I don't know why you guys were going by the by the analytics and all this and all that. I'm like, at the end of the day, hey, y'all got bounced out. Y'all got bounced out in the second round again. Okay, James Harden came came up small in the biggest moments when he needed when he needed to show up big. Russell Westbrook, that's my guy, second favorite player. But of course, he doesn't know how to make the three. He's a liability from there. We all know that. But just in terms of this, like I don't, I don't like the fit of Daryl Morey. I don't, I don't think he fits. But I do want to pose an interesting question to you guys as well. Does James is James Harden on his way to Philly? No, you don't think no. so, Mel? No, I feel like Russell Westbrook would leave would leave Houston before uh, James Harden will. But and to pick off what Mel was saying, James mm-hmm. Harden has been with the the Rockets for a very long time, and so that that team is really designed to work around his offensive game. So to leave there is basically giving up his lead spot and trying to go to another team and try to fit in there, which would change his game. And I don't think it will work out in Philly. What Not Philly at least. Like what what team logically would trade a top five player in the league for what? Who knows what? Hold, hold know? up, Mel. Hold up, Mel. LeBron. Multiple times. Hey, Gerald, watch LeBron traded himself. <laughs> LeBron <laughs> oh, yeah. traded himself. Let's hold up, hold up. Hey, but Mel, Mel, I, you, you you did bring up an interesting uh sound sound bite. You you were saying you were saying who in their right mind would legitimately trade for a top five? Who, who would literally trade away a top five talent in the league? Right. I remember we had this discussion the uh in the Instagram chat. We was like, is James Harden really a top five player in the league? And I said no, because he does not show up in the biggest moments when you need him to do it the most. That's what I said. Personally, what do you what do you th- what do you think about that, Mel? I'm gonna try and look at it from where you're coming from. All right, if you if you come up with a game plan and you scheming properly, most definitely you could you can most definitely make James Harden uncomfortable, make him miss shots, make him not come up as big as his team would otherwise expect him to. You know, um, but the fact of the matter is that man could drop thirty on any given night. Um, I really do feel like it it has to do with who he has around him and how well they're playing. You know. Um, if it's only him and mm. he he ends up off his game, like it's it's a tough night to watch Houston basketball. But you know, other nights this man looks like the second coming. I don't even want to finish that. The, the, that the, second, the, the know, second coming second of who? Coming, man. Of who? Go ahead, say of who? you know he the second coming. What? Yeah. Man, Thank you Gerald, coming geez, to the y'all goal, trying to man. slander on James Harden, man. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. Get his mess some respect, man. This man has been dropping 40 points, ga- 40 point games for the last four years. And, four years, man. And, and Sam, Sam, nah, where has it gotten them? Up here, Sam, where has it gotten them? Please. No, remember, CP3 had them one game. One hold game. Up. Hey, hold up. Hold up. Last time I checked, wasn't James Harden a part of that team that missed 27 consecutive threes? In Game Seven of the Western Conference Finals in 2018, he still dropped. Hey, what is 32 when you, you see a 30 percent, 40 percent? What, what, what exactly. does it matter at that point? It don't exactly. <laughs> man, I, I had to walk away. I had to walk away for a second. Listen, hey, but, man, and I don't keep slandering my man James Harden, man. I, I won't say I won't. All right, yeah, everybody doesn't have their best game. Well, what always picks up a person when they down? They teammates. They teammates. When LeBron scores 20 points, who picks him up? 80. 80 on the Lakers when he was on Cleveland. Kyrie picked him up. Man. On the Heat, D-Wade picked him up. 
You know what I'm saying? Y'all blaming this great player right here for his his one bad game. But look, one look, bad look, look, game, look. y'all this just want to. Oh, that nigga's sorry. Yo, Sam, I'm about to come for you right now, yo. So this is the thing. I'm just like, does James Harden? I, I hate to ask a question, but does he James good. Harden uh, accentuate or uh, what is it? Uh, make his team as good as like a uh, player like D Wade or Kyrie or AD? Really, like as a team, which 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 one do you think will really do better, yo? So. So I can't, I can't admit, I can't admit that he does be tweaking <laughs> on the uh, offensive end. Because, so, you know, when the, when the emotions start getting it, he like, man, forget y'all. I'm just about to start throwing it up because I know I'm the one that's most likely to make it. But over the last two years, we have seen great improvement in him in his assist, in his assist game and in his defensive game. This year on defense, He's been actually pretty decent compared to any other year. So you see the growth in him. So he's becoming more of a leader. Hold on, that's, that's how I see Sam, it. Sam, 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 Sam. You telling me it takes eleven years in the league to improve upon your defense? Is that what you're telling me? Listen, man. Listen, man. About that eleven years jump, man. He was on OKC for his first four years. Coming and off the bench, he accepted his role as a six man. Coming off the bench, he accepted that role though because remember he was like, man, this is gonna be a great team down the line. But then you had Katie, Russ, you had Kendrick Perkins, you had freaking Kendrick Sergi Perkins, my man. He, you know, they he made sure to say Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> oh god. Hey, but you Joe. know, you know, you had you had this great starting five, and he had James Harden coming. He's like, man, that's my role right now, so I accept that role. Then when he got traded to Houston, he had to switch his mindset up. He had to switch his mindset up to becoming more of a leader on that team because he knew he he was the only one that could produce the points. I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot. I'm gonna no, let Gerald no, talk. No, Go no, ahead, no, no, you good. <laughs> no, I'm, good. I'm gonna say this about like Daryl Morey and James Harden. I'm gonna be an oddball for real in this situation. If Daryl Morey pulls some strings and gets James Harden to uh to Philly, I feel like it could work. It's just up to the players to make it work. But who y'all yeah. think gonna get shipped though? I, I would. I would just. Finna, I, I would just finna ask the same do, thing. They gonna, bro. I'm telling you, they are gonna do James Harden just like uh, OKC did PG. They gonna trade their whole future away, and then James Harden gonna be there with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Hold up, hold up, the hold up. That's if Daryl Morey pulls some strings though. Hold up, but that, this is the real question. Do the do the Seventy Sixers really have a future? Beyond Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, because we're we're talking yeah. all, all all this time up until that point, we're talking about trust the process, trust the process. Well, guess what? Fact. The process has Fact. failed us. It has failed Fact. us. Failing right now, but like that's what I, that's why I was saying it's up to them. Like the coaches can only do so much, but tell them like what plays to run, how to play in these situations and stuff like that. But like Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. They got so much potential to be a five team, bro. Like Ben Simmons and Joel and B, those are two dominant like players, bro. Joel and B, you cannot stop him in the paint. That great footwork. Ben Simmons is a six eight point guard. Like you can't stop that. It's up to them. You know Gerald, Gerald. Hey, you can easily stop it. Just make them shoot. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but like I was literally just about to say that. I mean, like you can't get them in the paint, then they they kind of useless. And, and, and then you I'm can't trust Joel and B's health. And Harden wouldn't fit with that team. I feel like he's it, too it ball dominant. When it comes to Joel yeah, Embiid, if Joel Embiid had a had a like management the same as like Kawhi does in like LA, really, mm-hmm. you don't think Embiid can make it a whole season without a catastrophic injury to keep him out at least four or five games? I, I feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. If, if he if he had the team all around him, if he had the coaching staff and everybody around him. Let him take games off, back to backs off. You know, 
I, I could see I could see him be, you know, lasting and having that longevity. But half the time it's like he's playing his butt off because and uh Simmons nobody else is Simmons is deficient. I feel like at the end of the day, he a deficient <clears throat> all-star. Like how you an all-star, but like you have a clear game plan on how to make this man irrelevant in a game. Like when it comes down to the playoffs, I'm glad that we didn't have to see Ben Simmons in the playoffs because it just would have been slander to his name. He ain't finna pull no threes, he ain't finna pull no mid-range. It'll just be sad. Like, like, it's like, it, it, sad. Like, it's so, if you think about it, it's so easy to scheme around the 76ers. And that's why I never take them seriously when it, like, in current, in terms of the playoff time. Cause I'm like, like, all you got to do is set up a wall. All you got to do is uh, play Ben Simmons like Giannis, just force him to shoot and build a wall. That's it. I feel that. Cause even last year, even last year, when they were one shot away from the finals, I feel like it had more to do with Jimmy than it did Embiid or Simmons. Let's just be honest. Oh, for sure, like, for sure, and we and we saw the impact Jimmy Butler had on the Miami Heat. You know it, yeah, sir. Speaks for itself. Oh, I forgot we got a Miami Heat fan here. AC, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll tell y'all right now. I'll tell y'all right now. Philly's not a contender. They trade away any of them guys. They still not going to be a contender. So I'm just like Harden. I don't even know. Does he have a no trade clause? I'm going to assume he does. But that's can, that's somebody verify that. Say, that's questionable to say that they're not a contender because I really think they're just missing a, a puzzle piece. Not not a shooter like James Harden. Uh, I think they just need a playmaker type guy, like to help Simmons and and be know their positions on the court. Like if you put top of my head Rondo on that team, I think Rondo would would come in and help both of them dudes get more uh, see more down low Hold by on. working them in for them assists. So now you're talking about two point guards that really that are not two, really vision at two ball dominant. You, you want to see full of non-shooters. I don't like, I don't trust uh, I don't trust Rondo shooting as much as I trust Ben Simmons shooting. So like really I, I'll let I'm Rondo even, pull before I do Ben Simmons. They just need they need shooters. Bro, no. And, and, and they got they got rid of their best shooter and JJ Reddy. Exactly. Fact. You got Josh Richardson, and then you got Tobias Harris, another ball dominant player. And then you got Al Horford with that bad contract. That's what I'm saying. If James already get traded, they they wouldn't even have to give up as much. Uh, it's it's crazy because Daryl Morey. Go ahead, man. D- Daryl Morey going from the Houston Rockets with all those shooters to the 76ers, the Sixers, and they have none. No shooters. So it's like, how is that going to work? Like, is he going to bring in guys, or we we just don't know how that's going to work? Yeah. And then how not, do you shop? How do you shop ahead, Al Horford? That's the biggest question. How are you going to shop out? Nobody's trying to get out of his commute at the end of his career. You know, who's going to take him? I think the Celtics might, (laughs) but nobody wants to take that, 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 that contract, you know, because I can't front like Al Horford don't be putting up. I'm not going to say points. I'm talking, I'm talking about defensive efforts, like rebounds. And he gets a couple blocks in the game, but that dude is like real Slow Sam, <laughs> hold up, hold up. Just, just, just to end off this topic, Sam, we're talking about the same dude that's going to make over twenty-seven million going twenty-seven million going in the next season. And you tell me this this dude was originally a starter. They traded for this dude. He was originally a starter. They got him out the free agent market, and he guess what? He got moved to the bench. Now, if I if I was Daryl Morey, if I was Elton Brand, you got it. You got a package, either Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons, with with the Tobias Harris or Al Horford, somebody because. Look, those two right there are vastly overpaid in the market right now. I'm sorry. It, it, it's simple as that. I say keep Tobias. I say keep Tobias. Tobias is more for the dollar than Al Horford is. Let's just be honest. Honestly, that Tobias Harris and 
Al Horford package don't sound too bad as who gonna say bars? <laughs> Dang, I got me thinking over here. Let me take a sip. See, it'll probably have to be a small market team. It'll probably be a small market team uh, going through a rebuild. I'm thinking maybe the Pacers, maybe the Kings, but the Kings have a nice rebuild going. The Pacers, on the other hand, Pacers don't need no more over there. They might bring need a restart. They got some promising bigs. They got Sabonis. I feel like they need to get rid of him before they ruin his career. Let's just be honest. Like, Trey Oladipo. Yeah, we got Trey. Oladipo finna be gone. Sabonis was bot- Sabonis was an all-star. Sabonis was an all-star like they, last they season. They're going to ruin him. I feel like oh, two yeah. years ago, I was watching good him play. Right. I was just like, man, if he was if he was surrounded by some really good players, uh, I feel like Sabonis, we might be talking about him more than we do. I I think y'all giving the the Pacers a little bit too much credit now because let's be honest, the East is not that hard of a conference compared to the West. (laughs) I've seen JV teams play better than most of the teams in the East, if I'm being honest with you. like I've seen Dr. Phillip play better teams. I'm saying, man, like (laughs) we wrong. I I feel like I'm watching fifth graders when I play when I watch the uh, the East, man, because it's 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 disappointing, man. Like if you're not watching the Bucks, the Heat, Celtics, maybe the 76ers, maybe they be having some games that's that's pretty good. But oh, y'all see Toronto now. Toronto, Toronto was there too. Toronto don't got a certified. Toronto, star. Toronto is definitely out there. Toronto, they're not going to win. They don't have. They don't have a Kawhi Leonard. They they need a certified star. I respect Kyle Lowry. I respect Pascal Siakam. But they ain't, they ain't winning nothing without a bona fide go to superstar. But now anyway, you saying they don't need a star? Let me look up Toronto's contract. Toronto got, got terrible contract. In the playoffs, though, bro, you can't you can't disregard that fact. Without Kawhi, they best player. You know they still got pretty far. Yeah, why you put quotations around best player? You don't think Kawhi was the best player? You put quotations around that. At that time? Well, well after that this finals? season? Yeah. I don't. I don't think after this season, though, you know. You know that boy got trash in his middle name now. <laughs> it's long until yeah. next time. We've been on this one. <laughs> I do want to get into this next topic because like, I got a hot take for it. Go ahead, Austin. I got a hot take for it. All right, Gerald. Talk about me with hot takes. But anyway, man, moving on to the next topic. That's right, Sam. Mike D'Antoni is officially heading to Brooklyn. That's why, man. You already know. Say the say the D out his name, bro. It's just Mike oh. D'Antoni, bro. Hey, Mike. Hey, that, that man is not a defensive coach, man. Just go ahead and get past that. <laughs> Any, anyway, anyway, anyway. Being the latest addition to the Brooklyn Nets coaching staff, with along with Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire, seems like they're having a Phoenix Suns reunion. But anyway, he is joining that staff. And I'm going to go ahead and kick it off with Gerald since he said he has the hot take of the century. Gerald. Is this a good move for the Brooklyn Nets? It is. It could either go very good or very bad, and this is why. They got that was the hot take. No, that's not the hot take. Look, okay, because <laughs> Steve Nash <laughs> and Amari Stoudemire, they have no coaching experience whatsoever, and Steve Nash, the head coach, and they got Amari Stoudemire as the assistant coach. Mike D'Antoni is the only one with head coach experience, and he's an assistant coach. So it seems like there's going to be a lot of like coaching flaws in this. But this is what I'm going to tell you. If KD is back to how he was when he played on the Warriors and stuff like that, like finals MVP KD and all that, bro, they're going to win the chip. Hey, let me say one thing. Let's let's not even compare nobody to the Golden State Warriors because let's be honest. They had a well-rounded team with amazing coaches when they started I'm not winning talking the about team. I'm talking about let's the same KD. I'm just talking but about KD. Even if, even if KD they do plays have the same exact KD, same when he's healthy, then the next is no going to win the chip, bro. So – no significance of coaching? No. 
So you agree with Kyrie when he said that they can play with no coaches? <laughs> I ain't say all that, no. I'm just saying it's gonna be a, it's gonna be some flaws. It's gonna take a little like getting used to when they first like play together and stuff like that. But like I can't imagine, I can't imagine one team going around playing with no coaches beating all thirty uh the other twenty nine teams. With it's not necessarily <laughs> no coaches though. Bro. It's a new coach. It's even that everybody has a new coach. Houston finna have a new coach, dude. I feel, so like, I feel you. I feel you. But like the fact that they got no experience, they just got to prove themselves to me right now. I, I'm I'm setting the bar so low for Brooklyn. And they go, nah, you sleep because they can do it, bro. The question on this this rundown is: is it a title or a bust for the Nets? Kyrie, Kyrie already proved me what he can do on the Nets. He ain't played that many games, but like still, he did a little something. They were Hold still on. in the playoffs. I mean, they they played better without him, if anything. They did they, do a little. They did do a little something without him, though. But imagine with them, with him, and with KD. Hold on, healthy KD. KD KD is talking about making with that. You talking about Kyrie? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's up to KD. If KD is playing at his full potential, that 30 points per game, KD, they gonna win the chip. It's a title. Hold up, Gerald. You you telling me that you you really gonna put your stock? And the saying that KD yes. and Kyrie, we're we're asking yes. two of these guys who have never been the official quote unquote leader or a fan favorite of their team. You're telling me you're asking you're asking those you're investing in those two and you're believing in those two that they're gonna bring a championship to Brooklyn. Yep, and you don't gotta ask me why they got a chip, they both got chips on their shoulder. But the only thing that's stopping KD from like being KD is like LeBron. That's the only thing they gotta worry about. They gonna make it out the East easy. They gonna walk what, through the East. Hold up, what you we think they gonna do? They gonna hold on, hold on, the East. They gonna walk through the east with ease. You think so? Yes. With, with, with Giannis over there and the heat coming yes. up. The heat? Are yes. you serious? The heat? Hold up. Yes. Which, Ger- Gerald. Somebody's gonna yes. play ball for Dinwiddie though. Somebody's gonna roll. It's roll KD. Watch. Gerald. Watch. Gerald. So, Gerald. Gerald. Tell look, you. look. Look. Listen, Gerald. As much as I hate Mel for being a Celtics fan, we cannot just simply overlook the the emergence <laughs> of Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Gordon. I mean, of course, Gordon Hayward. We, we we'll see how that turns out. You got Daniel Tice. You got Kimball cool. Walker. You 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 telling me you overlooking the Celtics, and you telling me you're going automatically to the Brooklyn Nets. They haven't proven nothing yet. I'm gonna tell you, and that's wishful thinking, but they haven't proven have. nothing yet, Gerald. Nothing. Kyrie, Spencer Dinwiddie, Joe Harris has not been traded yet. One of the best. One of the he was in the three point one of the best shooters in the league. KD, Jared Allen. 6'11 rim protector. He gonna, he gonna be at that rim, bro. Yeah, Y'all are sleeping on the Nets, bro. I'm telling you, bro. They can be, Y'all they can be any team in the East, bro. Full potential. They, they can, can be any team. Be in the any East. team. They can be any team, but I'm not ready to go out. I don't even say they are gonna go to the finals just yet. I gotta say in a seven-game series, you want to yes. tell me the Celtics coaching staff is gonna let themselves get beat by the Brooklyn Nets coaching staff. I don't believe it. I Brooklyn don't believe is six it. or seven if they play Boston. Like, hold up. Hold on, and then not, on, not only that, hold on, not, not only have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant not proven themselves, Steve Nash hasn't proven himself. Exactly. Mike D'Antoni hasn't proven himself. And neither has Amari Stoudemire. As much as, I got, as much as I got love for Amari, he hasn't proven himself. I didn't even know Amari Stoudemire coached. Like, he did y'all, it. Y'all I, I didn't, tell me, y'all he, he was tell playing me ball overseas. Yo, y'all can't tell me that Eric Spolstra himself. Like, looking back on this playoffs that just passed, Eric Spolstra outcoached everybody that they played. Eric Spolstra outcoached everybody that they played. So you're going to tell me Eric Spolstra going to let himself lose to these first years? I highly don't doubt got it. To. <laughs> I highly doubt he it. He don't got to, but I, hey, I'm just saying, if, Eric, if if the Brooklyn Nets are on point, they're walking through the East. Now, if they're Mike on Dan point. Tony. Now, Mike D'Antoni, <laughs> he 
he's not he's not having a head coach coach position. He's only an assistant coach. I, I think that. that is a yeah. I think that's a great play because me we've had Mike D'Antoni as our head coach since 2016. Yeah, I like how you have put the quotes. <laughs> this is why I'm, I'm talking right now. I believe that he has a great offensive mindset. Like that man. Perfect. That man is perfect with an offensive mindset. He was able to produce the highest that he could with, I'm going to say it, but a pretty sorry, besides James Harden, besides Ross CP, Clay Capella. You know, he's, Go ahead he's and say pre- his name, PJ Tucker, dog. I'm getting there, bro. I'm not <laughs> saying PJ Tucker. But what I'm saying is, my dad Tony was able to get the highest, the highest results out of the offensive game from all those players. I'm not including PJ Tucker because he sucks. And and think about it. He was able to go to game seven against that Golden State with KD that was already seven, three, and nine. You know, that's 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 freaking crazy to me. Cause like I wasn't even I'm I'm a fan and I wasn't even expecting us to go that far. And we only lost by single digits. So I think if Mike D'Antoni does take over the offensive side of the Nets, I believe I'm not saying next year. They got 27 a lot of missed broken. threes. 27 missed threes, sir. In a row. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm saying, I think it would be a good, a good, a good improvement because he basically got two guys that's not as good, but you know, like Russ and James Harden. You know, if we got Kyrie that was on the Cleveland, and we got KD, maybe some glimpse of his younger days or when he first started on Golden State, then I believe it would be a good result for the net. He's gonna try and play Kyrie like he Curry. Anyways, this is Austin D Radio, man. I'm still here with my man, Gerald Williams, AC Payne, Sam, and Mel. But anyway, we'll be right back with Austin D Radio, man. Y'all stay tuned. Stay locked. You ever thought about starting your own podcast? What better time than now? I mean, we are stuck in quarantine, right? While most people see it as a tall task, Buzzsprout makes starting a podcast easier than ever before. Trust me, I was scared to start my podcast too, but it has easily been the best decision I have ever made. Buzzsprout offers you the proper tools to launch a professional podcast and have your episodes listed to all major streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more. You'll also have a professional looking website for your podcast with features including audio players you can drop on other websites, detailed stats to see how people are listening to your show, tools to promote your episodes, and much more. Buzzsprout will be committed to helping you succeed in your podcast journey as they upload weekly blogs, videos, and resources to help you navigate the ins and outs of podcasting. To start your own podcast and get a $20 Amazon gift card, go to the link listed in the show notes. It lets Buzzsprout know that your boy Austin D sent you and helps support the show. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout and get your message out to the world. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. What's up, y'all? You guys are tuned back in to Austin D Radio. That's right. I'm here with my man, Gerald, AC Payne, Mel, and my dog, Sam. But, AC, before we hop right into the break, you said you had a question for my man, Sam. Go ahead. The floor is yours, yeah. brother. Yeah, man. I got a question, man, because you you a big Harden fan. So, I want to know, where do you rank him out of your all-time shooting guards? All-time shooting guards. Dang, that's a hard one. If I'm being realistic, I'd probably say seven. I wouldn't put him in my top five. Yeah, seven. He has a lot of room to improve still. And 
I can I, I'm I, I can be realistic. I'm not gonna say sit up here and be like, oh, he's the greatest shooter of all time. He's not. I would like to see his field goal percentage improve. Maybe making fifty percent would be better than you know barely forty. And he, his defensive game still got to improve a lot before he be even in my top five. So I'll be real about that. Okay, okay. Listen, what I expected. I wasn't expecting him to be that honest but Sam I did want to allude to your point right before the break right so you basically said of course you know Mike and Tony as you would say of course he of course he's good at coaching lethal offenses you know putting up tremendous numbers night in night out you, that's why you see James Harden you know putting up 35 40 plus pieces a night maybe even 50 like a 50 point triple double but the defense that's the problem so of course throughout his, his uh, tenure his four-year tenure with the Houston Rockets, he usually averaged around the pack like around 16th in defensive rating. That's according to essential, essentially sports.com where, you know, he, he averaged around, you know, basically around the average league average. You know, it wasn't, wasn't nothing to, uh, nothing to write home to mama about, but you know, it might see my thing is like, I want to compare this to like Mike D'Antoni is like, is like a girlfriend you can never have. Right. Like, you, like, no, for a, listen, he, he's, it's like, you know, he, he looks so good. You know, you, you, you know, you want you want to take that girl to prom. But it's like when Mike D'Antoni, it's like always lets you down. You get stood up. You expect the most and you get very little on your invest on your uh, on your investment. So that for, for me, that's Mike D'Antoni because he never delivers and he's never going to coach that defense. But luckily, luckily, he does have KD and Kyrie, DeAndre Jordan, Jared Allen. So so he has enough pieces now. I want to hear what the excuse is, because. I'm telling you right now, just like, just like, uh, I believe, I believe it. I think it was Mel. I, my hopes for this team are very little to none. They haven't proven anything. And I think they'll fall flat on their face because technically they will not have a head coach going into the next NBA season. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't say they're going to fall flat on their face. I think they're going to be contenders. I'm just not ready to go out. I don't even say they're going to go ahead and win the East. I wouldn't say they're going to go ahead and dominate the East. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying that. It's not that hard to dominate. They could be the fourth or fifth seed and be falling flat on their face. Like, let's just be honest. In the East, like, I I just feel like – if. You, you done picked up Katie and Kyrie and let them sit out a whole year, okay? Then you're going to come back this year talking about you add, added all this coaching staff, this, 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 and that. You know, if they not a one or a two seed, I ain't paying them no mind. In the East, I ain't paying them no Oh, mind. one or two? Nah, bro. Understand, in this year, you was you were looking at Milwaukee, Toronto, Celtics. Who am I missing? I think I'm missing – who was fourth? Is that the I'm, Heat? The Heat, yeah. Miami was fifth. Indiana did Miami. Look, so the thing was, everybody was looking at Miami because we knew their potential, mm-hmm. like in all actuality with Jimmy. All right. Ain't nobody was paying attention to the fourth seed. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like I said, you was paying attention to Bucks, Toronto, Celtics, and the Heat. If you're not beating one of those four teams, you're irrelevant in the East. You're irrelevant. Who you going to, who, 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 I'm really going to sit there and watch. Not even a prime time game against the Hawks. Like, <laughs> nah, man, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> nah, I mean, it's just like Mike Tony, He's, I don't know what he's gonna do for that staff. Like that whole staff is just a bunch of inexperienced guys. They probably just brought him in so he could help. But Mike D'Antoni never did had no real success as an NBA head coach. Like he's gotten to the conference finals, but he never got to a finals or gotten close to winning the finals. So what is, what really, how much help can he really bring? That's true. That's true. But anyway, man, moving on to our next topic. That's right. So according to Mark Stein, an NBA insider, he tweeted out the other day that NBA players may only meet 
may only be offered a 50 game season uh, according to the NBA players in the in the union. And he said it because and also the, because of the league's television partners, they do not want the 2021 season to stay past mid-July or clash within the Tokyo Olympics. So, of course, we're looking at different start days, uh, maybe MLK Day, maybe December 22nd. So, Mel, I know you are very adamant about wanting to get onto this topic. So what is your take on this? Regardless, NBA going to lose money. All right, with this fifty game season, right? Like, they already that, lost one point six billion dollars. I'm sorry, exactly. So you're gonna let all these players, especially these rookies, you talking about your next generation? You know, yeah, like we were looking at Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, all these people under twenty two. Understand how many people, how many players does the NBA currently have that are under the age of nineteen? All right, and you telling me that on their rookie salaries that they're supposed to be looking forward to making money? Nah, like Carson Edwards, I think I saw a statistic on ESPN. That cuz only making about nine hundred thousand if they go through with this prop with this proposed uh t- with this proposed TV deal and everything. All right. Secondly, the NBA is continuing to lose supporters uh, with their stance on social justice. You know, and it's it's sad, especially uh, with um, depending on what side you stand on it. It's just like point blank, they're losing more and more and more money. You're not going to pay these guys the money that they expected. First of all. You gonna ask them to play a more strenuous schedule, all right? They already have ideas and intentions on partaking in the Olympics, okay? You asking a lot of these guys for just a fifty game schedule and everything. I, I highly doubt that it's going to happen, all right? Uh, if anything, they're gonna have to thug it with a with an eighty two game schedule, all right? Um, <laughs> I just don't see, I just don't see a fifty game schedule, especially after this pandemic and everything that we went through this year. I don't see it going through. I just don't. Yeah, that's a, that's a good perspective to have. But at the same time, for for me, I don't care about the eighty two games. I don't care about them losing money. Get to the playoffs immediately. Nobody watching the regular season for it anyway. People really tune into the playoffs. That's when people are really tuned into the NBA. So a shorter season, in my opinion, it's not that much of a. It's not that big of a deal. Besides for like losing money. Besides that business part of it. As far as like just competing and everything, a fifty game uh, schedule is not that big of a deal to me. What? Hold up, hold up. The NBA See, pays oh, players hey, more money. Go ahead, in the, go ahead. The NBA pays the players that actually make it to the playoffs more money than the rest of the league. All right. First off, all right. With that being said, to not have an eighty-two game TV deal to be uh, putting in that money, how are you going to pay these players for the playoffs? How you gonna play? How you gonna pay these these teams for the playoffs? How you gonna pay sixteen teams to provide their players and services, you know, for, for the playoffs? I don't see it happening. The NBA is just gonna continue losing money. I don't feel like it's sustainable to have a fifty game season. Uh, season. I, I don't think it's sustainable. Right. I don't. And, and, and I, I wanted to get on. I wanted to get on AC about this because I, I, I vehemently disagree with where you come from saying it's not a big deal because we're, we're we're looking at this on a completely different front, on a completely wide range of fronts. Right. We're talking about COVID nineteen. That particular the uh, the pandemic that we're still in right now. We're talking about the impact that that has had on the league. We're talking about also the NBA clashing with the NFL, losing viewership. It, like like Mel said, alluding to the political stance, whatever side you stand on. And and then you're talking about we literally just came off probably one of the most difficult championships to win in NBA history, where these dudes were playing up until October 11th in a game six, spent over 90 plus days in an NBA bubble. It, and like you're, you're talking, you're, you're asking these dudes bodies like recovery wise. Normally, this this is the time where normally like this is where the NBA season will begin. But like the COVID-19 messed everything up. So 
to say it's not a big deal, that's completely wrong. It is a big deal because there's a there's a whole wide range of fronts that's throwing everything off. Where well, you got to also talk about free agency. You got to talk about the NBA draft. There's a whole lot of things like like Mel said. Either way, we're gonna the NBA is gonna lose money regardless. It's gonna keep losing money because the whole COVID thing. But AC, you were wrong. You were wrong on that front. Uh, honestly, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, honestly, in, in my in my opinion, what's the point? <laughs> that's that's all. I, what's the? We literally just we just had the NBA season in what? Not even a month ago. And yes, it was probably hard fought for a lot of teams. I'm, I'm not. I'm saying some teams probably had easier. <laughs> <Lakers>. <laughs> but, anyways, <laughs> but anyways, it's it's like you gotta put yourself in the players' perspective too. How do you think they will feel that okay, we just came off this long playoff series and they're trying to get us back inside this bubble immediately, away from our families, uh, away from our other business endorsements? You know that that type of stuff has to be thought into perspective because. For a long time, they weren't even allowing they weren't even allowing like the players' wives or kids to attend the game until the play deeper in the playoffs. So how would that affect? I, I want to hear what y'all think. Like how y'all think the players will feel about having to be dragged away from the family already? So um, I would say I would say the fourteen teams that didn't make it to the bubble most definitely want to play and make some money, right? But if they had to vote for it. The other 16 teams that made it into the bubble and actually had to endure the bubble, I don't think I don't think that they would vote for it, honestly. And if the NBA uh, Players Association really has as big of a say as we believe they do, it's not happening. I don't think it's happening. And they're probably not even playing in a bubble next season. They already talking about how Toronto, because you know Toronto having like COVID restrictions, traveling and stuff. They talking about playing in Nashville or Tampa or something like that. So that just already gives me the idea that they're going to be having home and away games this season. So they're not they're not going to be in no bubble. Hold on, but I think the real question is depending on whatever state you're in. You know, if they up, if they uplifted the COVID nineteen restrictions, are the, is the is Adam Silver and the NBA committee gonna allow fans in the stadium? I, I think that's what it really all boils down to, because like in terms of money and income, especially for the smaller market teams. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think Cause I don't college because college about to have no fans. I think the NBA should like kind of follow suit. You know what I'm saying? And the NFL currently doesn't have fans, and their facility is a lot larger than the NBA. So if they can't do it, what makes you think the NBA can? Exactly. Mm. You guys are right. But anyway, man. Anyway, moving on to some more lighter news. That's why we're going into our last topic, man. So of course, I want to spit out some fun facts. Gerald knows I love my fun facts. So. On this day, you know, technically when we're recording, for one, it's my birthday. Happy 22nd to me. Two. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. sir. Two. On this day, Allen Iverson recorded 30 points in his first career NBA game. So I like to make that point number two. But anyway, that's right, Gerald. We're bringing a new topic, not the fire round. Normally, normally I would put the fire round, especially on the first, first time guest. You know that firsthand, Gerald. But we're starting a new topic. That's right. Forgotten hoopers in NBA history. So I'm gonna go ahead and kick mine off first. My dog Kevin Martin, man. Look, it, listen. If you guys do not know, if you're too young, I, let me tell you, Kevin Martin was a bucket. Kmart was giving you bucket after bucket. I remember there was a stretch where he had like like four seasons in a row where the man was dropping yeah, twenty plus. Once upon a time, he's my favorite player. Really? Yeah, man. Once upon a time, it was my. You 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 remember NBA Street V3? Yes, was That's yes, bro. <laughs> he was breaking people's ankles in that game, even though in real life, you know, damn well he wanted to do that. But 
you know, I was playing with him all the time. You know, I had this lineup. It was AI, Carmelo, and Kayon. And I, them, them guys were pretty hard to beat. I thought I thought their style and everything was cool. You know, the whole everything about them, I thought, man, man, cool. You know, mm-hmm. especially when he was on the Nets, I thought Kobe's raw as hell. <laughs> what you talk about, like a walk, like a walk-in bucket, like it, he was the pure definition, Gerald. Well, what about you, man? What 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 you think, man? Who who is your forgotten? Who I was thinking on? about this before the show, mm-hmm. so I'm also gonna go. New Jersey Nets, Utah Jazz. I'm going Darren Williams. People really used to sleep on how good he was. I I saw a clip of him the other day of him crossing up somebody. He done fell and twisted his ankles. I I forgot who it was guarding him, but Darren Williams on the Utah Jazz, he was really like a bona fide guard. And then he, then he ended up being a bona fide scrub, like out of nowhere. I I don't know. For me, Darren Darren Williams had one to like. Yeah, he had like one of the most like roller coaster type careers, like uh, like tick 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 tick. You know, he's he's up, he's good up until the next. Then it's like slow, it's like slowly, then like fast to the ground collapse. And I'm like, yeah. yo. And then when he got to the Cavaliers, I'm like, dang, it really got to Ain't this. Nothing left in the tank. Yeah, nothing the left Cavaliers. in the tank. It was a time when it was him and CP3, like who was the best point guard in the league. It was one point where people were wondering that, and he just tailed off. I'd have stepped in CP3 in that game. I'm not going to lie. But, Sam, what about yeah. you? Who'd you forgot uh, NBA hoop of all time? I'm going to sound pretty uh, 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 lame for this, but, you know, I feel like people didn't put enough respect on this hero. This is why I really like James Harden, because he reminded me of this great man, Tracy McGrady, man. Come on, mm. now, man. Tracy McGrady, man. Hey, Polk County. Tracy. Yes, sir. I, I, Polk I, I, County, get, I get the man don't got no ring, but this man was still dropping buckets, man. He scored what thirteen points in, in thirteen seconds. Was it? Was it? Come back. Was it? Right, well, I, th- I, I thought it was thought it was thirty three seconds. Thirty three yeah. seconds. My fault. Thirteen points, thirty three seconds. You know that man was driving straight buckets, pulling up deep from three. Bang! You know what? You know what I'm saying? That's my hero right now. Listen, I feel you. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. <laughs> but ain't nobody forget about no Tracy McGrady, man. Nobody forgot yeah. about him. What? 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 I don't hear no talks about him no more, though. I don't hear nothing about my man. Uh, uh, now you can you can catch him on the jump with Rachel Nichols. You know what I'm saying? You can catch yeah. him every day. But I mean, hey. the, the only thing that slowed down, uh, that slowed down T Mac was was just injuries. I mean, injuries. That that was that was basically it. His knees couldn't hold up. Yeah. So we talking about players that actually achieve stardom? At least somewhat, or or at least underrated. All right. In that case, I'll say Joe Johnson. Mm. I feel like a lot of people stand on that, man. That is a great one. Oh, my Lord. And he's still hooping right now. Yeah, I remember I was watching the game, and he killed the ball (laughs) kids. I was like, yo. (laughs) Paul Pierce hit the ground like he needed to. He needed a, a straight, direct trip to a retirement home, and it was sad. So he fell to the ground so slow, looked like he needed a hand, you know? <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Joe Johnson can still play in the NBA today. Right, did you did you see that? Did you see a pic that was posted of him, bro? Like, dude, like, dude, swole, like he was still bro. in the gym, bro. He looked NBA ready still. And he was just playing in the big three. He was He won the big three. He was just playing in the TBT tournament. They probably, I think they won that, too. Mm-hmm. But like he, bro, he really been dropping buckets since like who knows when. <laughs> dropping buckets, bro. Mm. So AC, everybody running around the table. Who, last but not least, who who is your most underrated hooper of all time? 
I'm gonna go with Kwame Brown out there. Oh, oh no! Nah, I'm gonna go with uh current general manager for the 76ers, Elton Brand. What? Dude. Yo, yeah. Hey, bro, that sounded yeah. bland, bro. That sounded, bro. You, bro, you sound like you eat weedy nice. cereal, bro. You he sound... up to something with that one. He up to something with that one. Sam, don't do that. Nice. Oh, 1999, first overall pick, two-time All Star, average 20 and 10 in his prime. Elton Brand, he was alive. See, he see, was he was AC, AC, I could have seen if you'd have said somebody like hey, Don. I go back and change. Let me, let me change. Boy, my you was about to say Giannis. <laughs> no, Wait, no, no, no. Let, let the man finish with his. Let the man finish with his first. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Austin. I know you're speaking. Look. look. I could see AC. I could see if you'd have said Udonis Haslam or a Mike Miller, but Elton Brand, oh, Elton wow. Bland, what? <laughs> Yo, you watch. Hey, Chief, I ain't gonna lie. You even surprised me on my own damn podcast. God damn. <laughs> but Mel, what? You, Mel, you want to change your pick? What's up, brother? Stephon Marbury. Mm. I'll say that. Yeah, man. Dude is a whole bucket. I don't know how he ended up in China so fast, but <laughs> it was a whole bucket, man. I feel like he just had terrible organizations. I don't know if, if they just expected him to carry himself differently, but, you know, it's just, you know, it is what it is. His career came to an end. I feel like he could have done so much better. You know, most, actually most winning the finals definitely could have been something that he could have added to his, um, you know, trophy case. But, you know, you know things happen. Most definitely. I have another. I have another one as well. What's up? What's up? Uh, Alonzo Morning. Okay. No, okay. He not he, he's not. He's not forgotten. He's not forgotten. He's not forgotten. He's he's Miami. Yeah, I think, so I, when we uh, ever hear anybody talk about Alonzo Morning, he's, so, bro, he's, he's Miami. He was. Royalty. I feel like he's the start. I feel like he was the start of a uh, more or less highly skilled big, big man, man in the league. I feel like he was. He was one of the starters of that. Yeah, most, most I can see that. I can see that. But anyway, man, anyway, you guys are tuned into Austin D Radio, man. That's right. But anyway, unfortunately, we have to sign out. But guess what? Guess what? I still remain undefeated on my podcast. Hey, hey, y'all came close. Y'all hung in for the y'all hung in for the first time, but you guys hung in real well. I'm not even gonna lie, you guys held your own, especially AC, Sam, and Mel. Gerald, you already know how we get down on Austin D Radio podcast. But anyway, man, we gotta sign out. But before we do. Of course, of course, I got to plug my dog, Gerald, and I got to plug everybody else in. But, Gerald, not only can they find you on Instagram at Gerald2Saucy, but you do got a shoe cleaning business, man. Tell them about it. I'll tap in, man. Saucy Souls, that's two Y's. You know, I clean, I ain't. Y'all tap in. Also, also. Has with it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Also, my man, Mel, you guys can find him on Instagram at underscore Mel underscore B third. Mel, you got you got any uh, last words you want to say on the podcast, brother? Um, hey man, I appreciate you for having me on. You know, I, I've been longing to talk about basketball <laughs> with you, man. It's been a really long time since we talk about any type of sport. You know, so you know, I see you doing this, and it's going really good. You know, I'm with you the best today as well, man. Yes, sir. I, I much appre- much appreciate you having you on, having you on the podcast, brother. Sam, you next. Sam, you can stop dancing in the background background on your virtual background. Stop oh, cooking oh, like a oh, James oh. Harden. Oh, oh, my bad. You know, you know, the go right here. Me and him do have a conversation, but y'all know, follow me on IG. Why you dancing? This man, Sam, man. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad to be on here. Oh, Lord. Anyway, anyway, closing out, man, you guys can find him on his weekly podcast. That's right. Pain Set It Podcast. 
AC, man, you got any final words you want to say to the podcast before you sign out? Yeah, man, I appreciate you for having me on, man. Go ahead and follow my podcast Instagram at Pain Set It Podcast. Go ahead and listen to that. We on a little hiatus right now because school got to pass these classes, but we come, we going to be back with more hot takes coming soon. AC, AC, where can they find? They can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Everything. Anything awesome. anything streaming, anything that you can stream, it's on there. And you guys heard the man there. He's going to give you hot takes whenever you need it. But anyway, man, again, thank you all for hopping on to the Austin D Radio Podcast. Like I said, I remain 17 and 0 undefeated. Who will come on and defeat me next week? We do not know. But anyway, man, stay tuned, stay locked. Austin D Radio, you know what's up. Peace. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Austin D here, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Austin D Radio. If you'd like to catch up on any of the previous episodes, you guys can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you guys get your podcasts from. All you have to do is type in Austin D Radio. Also, if you'd like to stay updated on topics for upcoming episodes, you guys can follow me on Instagram at underscore I am Austin D. And remember, Austin D Radio is home of all trending NBA news.